Our scripture reading today comes from the book of Exodus, chapter 16, verses 2 through 12. Hear the word of the Lord. The whole congregation of the Israelites complained against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. The Israelites said to them, If only we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the flesh pots and ate our fill of bread, for you have brought us into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Then the Lord said to Moses, I am going to rain bread from the heaven for you, and each day the people shall go and gather enough for that day. In that I will test them, whether they follow my instructions or not. On the sixth day, when they prepare what they bring in, it will be twice as much as they gather on other days. So Moses and Aaron said to all the Israelites, In the evening you shall know that it was the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt, and in the morning you shall see the glory of the Lord, because he has heard your complaining against the Lord. For what are we that you complain against us? And Moses said, When the Lord gives you meat to eat in the evening, and fill of bread in the morning, because the Lord has heard the complaining that you utter against him. What are we? Your complaining is not against us, but against the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, Say to the whole congregation of the Israelites, Draw near to the Lord, for he has heard your complaining. And as Aaron spoke to the whole congregation of the Israelites, they looked towards the wilderness, and the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. The Lord spoke to Moses and said, I have heard the complaining of the Israelites. Say to them, At twilight you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall have your fill of bread. Then you shall know that I am the Lord your God. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So today we are going into our last scripture our last sermon of our sermon series, Old School. So, while this week we are in this old school state of mind, going into the Old Testament, talking about things that were around when Dean Charles was born. I can say that because he loves me, I think. Next week we're going to be going into some new school, uh, going into the Gospels, the teachings of Jesus. But as we conclude today, and as we think about this scripture, we've been going through the, uh, the narrative of Moses and the Israelites coming out of Egypt. Now we're in the wilderness, and we see this group, this assembly, who is sitting there, hungry, wondering why on earth did we agree to leave the land of Egypt. Why on earth are we sitting here in the wilderness so hungry? What have we done? Who have we followed? This brings me back to uh, some of the conversation that you hear around uh, any type of sport, okay? So, most of the time when your team does not perform up to the, the standards that uh, the administration or the ownership or whoever the, the, the governing bodies are, they fire said coach. It's unfortunate. 
Um, and then there are also times when they fire that coach when the standards, the way that they have gone about conducting themselves have been really well. They just didn't quite get over that, that hump, whatever that hump is for that particular team. And so then you go through the process of, of finding a new uh, person to lead your team. And the season begins, and they don't perform as well as they did for the person prior. And as soon as that happens, we see fans complain, why on earth did you get rid of so-and-so and bring in this person? We're doing worse than we were last year. What on earth were you thinking? But as time goes on, in some of these situations, we see these coaches continue to work, continue to be with these athletes, and then we see where they do get over that hump. Maybe a championship, maybe uh, for football, a bowl game, whatever that hump is for that particular team. But in those moments, those beginning moments, you we, we hear all of the grumbles, just like we're hearing from the Israelite people. As they're going to Moses, as they're going to Aaron, and they're like, what? What are we doing? Why? Why are we here? We are so hungry. But the great part is, while we do hear of the Israelites complaining and wondering why is it that they have come out of Egypt into the wilderness to, to, to experience this hunger, this starvation in this moment. We see where God is listening. We see where God is listening and God comes and, and talks to Moses and Aaron and speaks to them about what God is about to do. God is about to bring down this bread from the sky. God is about to be there and provide for his people. See, in these moments of starvation, in these moments of doubt that this community is having, I imagine that they're wondering to themselves, why are we here? Why did God have us come out of Egypt? God's not even with us. God's not with us. Now that the, the Egyptians are no longer chasing after us and, and that we have gotten through the Red Sea, God's not. Where is God? God has led us to die. Why have we followed Moses? Why did God tell Moses to take us out of Egypt? At least there we were able to have food. And God heard his people. But in God providing for his people in this moment, in God showing that presence, God wanted his people to know that he was the Lord, their God. 
and that the Lord their God that, that has delivered them out of Egypt, that has brought the plagues onto Egypt, the Passover, that has helped them through the Red Sea, that that God is still there. That God hears his people. See, in moments today, when we feel that we're to go and to follow God into a certain situation, we, we become uncomfortable because God's calling us in a, in a unique situation, a situation that maybe we're just not sure we're able to do. But I think a little bit of our hesitation also comes from fear. That fear that God is going to take us or call us to go in a certain direction and that God is going to leave us to do it on our own. That God's going to say, okay, I want you to go over there. You got it all on your own. You don't need my help. Because we're fearful. We don't have the, the talents that we're uncomfortable in a, a certain situation. But that fear is not valid. That fear is not valid because we have to remember that the God who is calling us, the God who is leading us, is the God who walks alongside of us every step of the way. That our God is going to walk alongside of us. Our God's not going to call us to go somewhere that He's not willing to go with us. God's not going to call us to do ministry in ways that God is not willing to go alongside of us. Our Lord, our God, the God who led the Israelites out of Egypt, the God who sent His Son to be sacrificed and resurrected, the God who taught through the prophets Elijah, Samuel, the God who taught through Paul, that God was walking alongside each and every person. That God was not calling anyone to do something alone. And for us to remember, as, as we continue within our own lives to, de to decide what ministry we are to be a part of, what ministries we are to do in our communities, what ways is God calling us, what ways is God leading us to show who God is, to show that presence and that love that when God asks and when we're listening and we acknowledge and we go that we are not going alone. That our God is walking alongside of us every step of the way. So that fear that fear of, uh, or that worry of going alone should not be there. Because our God is with us always. And our God does not call us to do something alone. Our God calls us to do with Him.
for him. In his name, let us pray. Almighty and gracious God, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for the ways in which you are continually moving in this world. We thank you for the way that you call us. You call us to do ministry. You call us to show your presence and that you walk with us in all of those moments. That you walk with us through every moment of our lives. And so, Lord, remind us. Remind us of when you are calling. When you are calling, you are not asking us to go alone. But you are asking us to go and to follow you, with you, always. It's in your son's name we pray.